small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Village in Crisis with me, Neil McDermott, and my partner in crisis resolution, joining us live from Fred Stelly in Stockholm. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Lee Phillips. Ladies and gentlemen, fighting out of the red corner, all the way from Reading, representing <laughs> Sumbi Bay, Stockholm, the one and only, that's right, Golden Fists, <laughs> Lee Phillips. How are you, Neil? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. I played, um, we had a little catch up before we started the podcast, but what I didn't tell you is that mm. I played football last night. You know, I play Thursday night football. Yeah. Um, my team were 4-1 down. We Oof. we fought back to 4 all. Oh, we've got the winner. The opposition had a corner in the last oh, 30 seconds. Oh. It's cleared to it's me. One-on-one oh. on one with a keeper. One-on-one yeah. on one with a keeper <laughs> and did not score. <laughs> as, I, as I was running through, everyone was going, don't choke, don't choke. And what did I do? <laughs> I choked. What did you do? What happened? Did the keeper save smother it? He's a big lad in a small goal. I, I tried to uh, give a little shimmy left and then put it oh. to his right. I shimmied left. He did not move. And then I kicked it at him. <laughs> <laughs> did he say anything to you? Did he get in your face afterwards? No, no, he's not that kind of guy. That I mean, that probably <laughs> makes it worse. Just I think big, that, nice that I would have loved to. So I imagine that shimmy to the left was in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> like like fucking running in treacle just well, someone the arm actually, someone said to me afterwards <laughs> i didn't know you had epilepsy so obviously from behind the shimmy didn't look that shimmyish that controlled i would suggest oh my god brilliant i bet what yeah. was going through your mind when you were running how far out did you have the ball before halfway you... line so you went from the halfway line yeah, so on an it's a eight side pitch. All right, but plenty of t- too much time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking. So you've <laughs> gone from the halfway line all the way up to the to where were you on the inside of the box when you took your shot? Yeah, Did just edge of the box, inside of the box type thing. A little shimmy, didn't move, kicked it, hit his leg. Were you off balance at any point? No. No, not off balance, but just just not good enough. And um, people said to me, oh, I bet you're going to play that through your mind. And now I got home last, went to the pub afterwards. I got home last night and then I thought about it. I thought, I'm just not good enough at football. But I'm actually, I can't beat myself up over that. I'm just not good enough. That's why I didn't score that goal, because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. You're almost 45 <laughs> years old. Yeah. And only now I've heard you utter those words. <laughs> <laughs> I desperately wanted someone else to be in that situation. That's the truth of it. Uh, How about you? 
Um, oh, well, I, we had a, me and a couple of the coaches from our football team had a, um, a sit down with the, I suppose the chair people, I would say, of the, of the actual football club. Right. Uh, on Wednesday night to discuss the seven aside format for the girls football. Uh, so there were two other age groups there above us. And we were attacked from the off our age group, uh, saying that we were too uh, results uh, focused. Right. And I I turned around and said, well, well how many games are you won? Well, yes, I, <laughs> I, I should have pulled the card that we won every game but one. Um, so, yeah, why not be results focused? It was strange. I had to sit there sort of biting my lip a bit when, um, or biting my tongue, so to speak, whilst other coaches were taught trying to sort of give us advice on what yeah. they do that could help us. And I was just sat there saying, there's nothing wrong with us. Well, why did they come at you? Has there been a parents being dad mouthing you, do you reckon? Uh, no, but then I realised one of the, the 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 guy out of the couple of uh, chair people uh, from the club was actually the person that called me last week to relay the information that I'd received a um, complaint from another uh, team. Right. So then it wasn't until afterwards that I re- it it clicked that oh that's why they started like that. But um, no, it was it was informative and it was interesting, but. Um, I didn't feel like I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one likes being talked to that, do they? And, no, and listeners, I thank mean, you for joining it, us. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, fine, whatever. Other well, than that, we... good. Um, talking of those listeners, I'd like to, to give a shout out um, to the listeners that have hassled comedy podcast devotees on our behalf about their sham voting system. Um, and therefore their totally pointless comedy podcast World Cup. Um, I mean, I'd like to stress again that I'm not in any way bitter about the fact they shunned us and filled their tournament with a selection of shit podcasts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as you can, I'm totally fine with it, actually. So I'm so enjoying good. the fact that usually I'm uh, like Neil in this situation <laughs> and other people are stood back either enjoying my anger and bitterness or trying to reason with me as to why I shouldn't go over the top Mm -hmm. and attack and also call on the masses to do the same. (laughs) But on this occasion, I'm really enjoying Neil's reaction to being rejected. I don't know if it happens very often. Um, I myself have also written to the comedy independent, whatever the fuck they're called, saying fuck you on behalf yeah. of a yeah. village in crisis uh i did notice that they'd taken down every post that had been sent there that's what they do they are debbie deleters i think that is quite possibly i mean debbie deleter she writes something herself probably gets sense checked by somebody at home or if she's lucky herself and realizes that she shouldn't have put that out there but these people are worse than that. Mm. These people are controlling their own social media. No form of critique is welcome unless yeah. it's positive. 
it's fucking pathetic. Yeah. I'd like to I'd like to actually put a face to the people who are running this shit show. I was expecting it to be like a hundred thousand people on there or something, the yeah. way that they were carrying on. There's seven hundred followers. Yeah. And I think our numbers going down. They're just <laughs> absolute fucking rot. Yeah. And I so, listened to some of the other there was this one guy, somebody Baptiste. It was fucking mind-numbingly boring comedy <laughs> I, was, I had to check to see if it was actually labeled comedy they were talking about whether nature should have legal rights and they had some fucking tree hugger on there and i'm all one i'm one for this guy for, <laughs> for the for, for keeping the planet green right yeah and it's not his fault he's he wants exposure he's gone on there but it's not comedy if you've gone on there and you're passionate about uh, not dumping sewage into rivers and seas and lakes, right? Because what is he up there? Is he? They've basically put him on a on a pedestal to be able to knock him down with what they consider humour. Right. Horrendous. Really, I'm not ever listening to that one. It was absolute dog shit. Don't bother. <laughs> um. What's been going on in the village in crisis, then, I hear you yeah. ask. Um, yeah. I, I thought we'd cover a few bits and bobs this week. Um, so starting with one of the stars of last week's episode, um, Fiona found something. Um, do you remember what Fiona found something found last week? <laughs> That's a trombone. And what it's a was... rusty trombone. <laughs> Correct. It's a um, tongue up the arse and it's a <laughs> wank job from behind. <laughs> How many of our listeners do you reckon have Googled Rusty Trombone and then furthermore tried it out since the last episode? I don't know. I sent that. You sent me a, a picture, mm. a sort of Karma Sutra clip out. I describe yeah. it as. Uh, and I forwarded it on to my wife and she <laughs> wrote back. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> but in a way that <laughs> I mean you can't infer any sort of meaning other than the literal sense I guess if yeah. you read a text but I knew lovely men get on with whatever else you're doing today because they ain't happening yeah like she didn't send back something going oh nom 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 and then the picture of knickers <laughs> and some nom 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 <laughs> <laughs> while she's eating the chocolate digestive <laughs> Um, well, if any of the listeners have tried it out, we'd love to hear from them, I suppose, wouldn't we? <laughs> Key bits of information. Were you the giver Without receiver? Without a uh, doubt. Mark out of 10, that kind of thing. I can only imagine it's amazing. <laughs> um, anyway, Fiona found something. Sweet, mm. innocent Fiona found something. Was sweet, back with sweet vengeance. Fiona. Yeah. Uh, she was back with a vengeance this week um, with a post that's it's brought to my attention by two eagle-eyed eagle listen, listeners who live in the village. Um, so there was some frantic screenshotting because I knew it would end up being deleted. Um, and it was. Uh, so as a result, it's not, not a huge thread. But the post itself, I think the actual post itself is probably a bit of an instant classic. Um, are you ready? Yes. Fiona found something. Seeking one night stand, please. Happy to pay. TIA. (laughs) 
<laughs> is there any uh is there any, <laughs> is there anything in that grammatically that isn't factually uh, like did you leave out commas or anything in that no seeking one night stand please comma happy to pay full stop and then tia in capitals which i well i used to think means thanks in advance thanks in advance when that could mean that's in arse or did tits in arse <laughs> Todger in arse what well, um go what responses did we get well, Philippa Fun Spoiler comes in. Oh, fuck. Don't mean to be rude, but you might want to reconsider the wording on this post. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Fuck off. Ruiner. Penny Keane comes in. Seems all right to me. <laughs> <laughs> what What I love about this is seeking one night stand, please. Happy to pay. So this is not just someone who's seeking a one night stand. They're actually happy to pay for it. <laughs> um, you don't get that very often. We obviously uh, know that she wants a nightstand, a bedside table, right? Mm, well, <laughs> like if we're going to be kind to her, <laughs> this sweet, sweet young lady that yeah. doesn't know a rusty trombone from a one night stand. I don't think English is her first language, bless her. Okay. Um, I wish you hadn't told me that. Ruins everything. But, um, yeah. yeah. Debbie oh. Disbelief comes in, double question mark. What a pointless comment. Why would you go on and just go question mark, question mark? Are they going to respond to you personally? What do you mean? Well, you know what she means. Well, she you wants people. She, to, she wants people to know that she's shocked. Yeah, but my point is, is like, what do you mean with the double question mark? Yeah. Do you want her to respond? Yeah. Don't be a fucking dick. Uh, Paul pretending to joke comes in. How much are you willing to pay? <laughs> He's half hoping that she. Yeah, I'm just joking around with her, but like, really, is this? Yeah, yeah. seriously, you're going to pay me? <laughs> you're going to pay oh, me? This hasn't happened before. Yeah, I'm usually the other way around for me. <laughs> um, Fucking gank. Norman Nose comes in. Cue your inbox filling up. <laughs> as he as as he sends her a message. How many people private. do you reckon private messaged her? I don't know. There's Dozen. some dirty old men out there. Yeah. I'd imagine there are a dozen or so that would have gone in. Gone in like, I reckon it would have been 50-50 split with maybe like one outlier saying like, oh, just so you know how you wrote that sounded a little bit. Mm. But the other half would be like just full on like how about 50 quid yeah maybe even sending a picture of a cock here's my one night stand <laughs> there's a farming community there might be like lots of kind of lonely farmers that are like oh yeah i'll get on that the farmers get lonely 
I reckon you'd probably get lonely if you're a farmer. Hey, everyone gets lonely. Okay. Do you get lonely? Kind of like my own company. Mm. Um, Belinda Banter reappears. Mm. Loving your approach to the modern world of relationships or indeed obtaining secondhand furniture. Hope you get whatever you're looking for. Clever. Yeah. Humorous, informative, clever. A real <laughs> fucking smart ass. <laughs> we going off Belinda Banter again. Yeah. <laughs> We're so fickle. <laughs> But I love the way that she's now popped up three times. Just well, Tony reckon... translate. Oh, go on, sorry. I was just going to say, I reckon I'd like her more in in uh, in real life, live. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon she? But do you reckon she's got that electric band to real life, or she needs to take a bit of time to to think about it? That's a great question. I reckon I'd like to think. I think it's the same way that. Um, when you speak to a woman over the telephone and she can mm. sound real husky and sexy, yeah, yeah, uh, operating a taxi service or something, and then the reality doesn't match. You know the saying, don't you? Do I? Or you, you might not. Nice on the phone, add ten stone. <laughs> <laughs> I I used to live uh, in an apartment um, here in Stockholm and it was a sort of like apartment out in the suburbs. So it wasn't city uh, apartment. And one of the people who lived on the ground floor was a single mum and she was heavy. If I describe right. her in a, in a thick set, very thick set. Yeah big thick arms like sort of hanging over the sort of when she put her arms she'd sit outside in the deck chair sort of thing yeah with a with a telephone headphones with the telephone thing on the go she was a uh, a sex talker on the phone really yeah what a job yeah she just sat out in the sun drinking coffee just sex talking <laughs> that's a true story did you lean out the window wanking? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Speak up, love. It was as though it was when I was on the balcony on the telephone myself and I could hear the echo. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked down and saw who I was talking to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how disappointing. Also, actually, uh, quickly, when I worked in uh, a certain restaurant, I was always responsible for, well, that's an I, but for a lot of the time I was responsible for calling a taxi rank to send out uh, taxis for guests that were going yeah. home or to the airport whatever and the woman over the phone she was at a certain point in of the evening it was always the same person you were speaking to and she sounded very sexy and we used to have a little bit of banter over the phone yeah and then one day she came into the restaurant and introduced herself and I'd, I'd like to say, even if she was super hot, I would have been a bit freaked out by that. Yeah. Because I'm just doing my job. I'm being polite. It was, it was from my side, it was no more than like, how yeah, are you transactional. Yeah. yeah. But she's decided that she also thinks I'm worth visiting based on the sound of my voice. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which, is where, which is where I'm also <laughs> a little bit freaked out. <laughs> but when she turned up, 
and said like uh let's just say it uh hi uh, it's jane i'm like excuse me and i couldn't obviously she sounded yeah. a bit different in real life compared to over the jane right yeah from uh you know taxi stockholm oh i'm just gonna <laughs> back away from you right now <laughs> and uh yeah i can confirm that was my second instance of meeting a person over the phone where i was disappointed really did you have that kind of oh for fuck's sake look on you could you hide your disappointment honestly i think that she was as equally disappointed okay well at least it's she made thing. the effort to come to the restaurant where i worked thinking this guy he's english he's living in sweden he's the restaurant manager oh he sounds hot over the phone <laughs> he found he sounds fit and buff uh, and then she was presented with this. I once got set up on a blind date when I was at sick form. Um, some lads I knew that were in the year below us. So I was up a sick. These lads in the lower sixth. Um, they were like, we've got this mate who fancies you. I was like, go on. No, uh, <laughs> brilliant. This sounds amazing. I was like, what's she like? They're like, she's fit. It's like, oh. <laughs> 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 I like this. Um, this never happens like for real, does it? Yeah. Though? So <laughs> they were like, um, but that was before mobiles and like there's no yeah. mobile phones, no Facebook or anything. So you're just taking their word for it. Um, yeah. They're like, anyway, her folks are away this weekend, um, and she lives in town. So she said, why don't you go either? I thought, well, why don't I go over? This sounds like a, a absolutely fantastic idea. Without speaking to her first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, but I wasn't driving at the time, um, so I had to um, get my parents to drop me off at this house and made out it was like a house party. So I took like some beers and a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> they got dropped off there like mid-afternoon <laughs> um yeah so i got dropped around there mid-afternoon knocked on the door she opened the door and she was not my cup of tea <laughs> um like 100 percent not my cup of tea on, i'd say a good a good foot taller than me um <laughs> and probably had i don't know four stone on me <laughs> powerful she's a powerful woman um but i'm there then i mean <laughs> i'm there you you're coming yeah yeah she knew i was coming and she's like, so oh, come, come in come in um and then <laughs> she's like oh do you want me to give you a tour of the house i was like uh okay tour 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 this is my bedroom i was like Mm, okay she starts trying to heavy pet like straight in heavy petting (laughs) um i went oh my god i've just realized i'm supposed to be playing football um with mates in town i'm supposed to be playing five aside i'm so stupid um because i knew my mates were going to go and play football so i went downstairs i said i've got to phone them just to let them know that i can't make it went downstairs got the yellow pages phoned up this sports center they weren't there i was like i'll give you this number tell me tell them to phone me on this number when they get there. <laughs> <laughs> um 
so then I, I was kind of dodging her around the house, like trying to get out of her way around the house. In the end, there's a knock at the door like after about half an hour. I opened it and it was my mate, um, Rich, and the others had told him what they'd done. And he went, fucking hell, that's harsh, harsh, and came to save me. I, it was me that opened the door. Like when the door went, I ran and opened it. Um, he was at the door. I picked him up and hugged him and jumped up and down with him. And this girl was watching. <laughs> Why didn't you just say, I'm sorry, this isn't working for me, and then leave? Because I was a 17-year-old twat. Um, also, I was in like a suburb of town with no, um, like no public transport. Like that's before back, in, back then in the 80s, early 90s, or whatever, that really did uh control a young person's life, didn't it? Yeah, like the, the logistics of a, of a, a journey or a trip or, a, or an excursion. Yeah, so that was my blind date. I'm going to tell you this story about my dad, right? I was working in a bar in Stockholm and somebody came out like into the kitchen i was having a cup of coffee or something and said lee there's somebody here for you an english guy and i said what he went yeah old guy with gray hair and i was thinking my dad ain't turned up as he without saying anything well i go to the bar and i see this guy it's not my dad and i'm like oh hi were you looking for me and he was like lee and i went yeah and he went yeah you know it's uh dave all right all right dave how you doing yeah good you and i uh yeah uh do we know each other? And he said, uh, no, no, but uh, I'm really good friends with your dad. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, this is classic, my dad, like send somebody, somebody's coming to Sweden, you should go in and see my son uh, for no reason. Yeah. But that's what happened. So the guy comes in, uh, I was chatting away with him, he seemed like a bit of a, he was a bit of a, an odd character, but, you know, I didn't think much of it. He was telling me about how he had a, a Swedish wife and whatnot. Um, that he now lives back in England in their divorce. So I didn't think anything too much about it. And then like a couple of months later, my dad comes over to Stockholm. And my dad always wants to go to the old town. Yeah. So me and my, he come over with my brother, actually. So he, he, he uh, we, the three of us go into the old town. And my dad's looking around at the streets, like in an odd way. And I'm like, what are you doing? He went, oh, I'm just looking for uh, this address. And I'm like, why? What, what is it that you want to do? I oh, know we're, we're you know Dave and I'm like, well, the guy that you sent to like scare me at work yeah well he's given me the address of his uh, his ex-wife and I'm like why and he said I oh, know like he said that I should drop in and say hello to her and I'm like Are you? I'm looking at my brother going Are you fucking him a laugh like have you spoken to her no no does she know you're coming like no I'm like what? There's no way I'm going to let you <laughs> go into this woman's house. Uh, where does she live? And then he pointed at a street and went, that's it. And I went, what? And then he walks, he goes, well, go and do your stuff. Like I'll be, I'll be a couple of hours. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm looking at my brother, Adam going, oh, I don't understand anything. And he went, are we just going to let him go in? He went, oh, I was like, he won't be able to go in. He comes back and he goes, there's a code on the door to get in. I mean, yeah, to stop people like you getting into the building to go to her apartment. And he went, well, how am I going to get in? I'm like, you're not. We're not going to let you. This is ridiculous. And then 
he sort of flight sort of we sort of stood stood around all of us looking at each other like and i'm in i'm dumbstruck and then all of a sudden somebody goes and puts the code into the door the door opens my dad looks at us in a flash he's got his foot in between the door <laughs> and he's gone in and me and my brother are looking at each other and oh fuck fuck <laughs> so he's gone in two minutes later he comes out and goes feels wrong feels wrong can't do it <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> we're gonna get a drink and explain why that felt wrong dad <laughs> what was his intention well i think we know what his intention was yeah your dad yeah i I what don't was, know. I, I don't intention? think that my dad's intention was um, just politeness. Right. Go and say hello to somebody that has a connection to his friend, Swedish connection. That's sort of like my dad would do that something like that. Yeah. He always tells me to go and look in on people when I'm in Hunstanton that used to be friends with my nan, right? right. Which I never do, which I say I've done, which I don't. Yeah. Um. I think Dave's intention was rape murder. <laughs> well, hoping your dad would do that. Yeah, as if like something would go horribly wrong. God. Taking a, yeah, that would that would have made the it Facebook was dark. I mean, even now, I say to my dad, remember that time you tried to break into that woman's apartment in Stockholm? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't do that. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. That's not what I was doing, Lee. <laughs> Tony Translates comes in. Yeah. Hi Fiona. The term one night stand in English means to have a casual sexual encounter. I'm sure that's not what you mean, nor would you be paying for it. Just letting you know. Did she respond? Nor would you be paying for it. That's a little bit of a bit of a come on, isn't it? And not who someone that, that from? someone that looks like you wouldn't be paying for it. Uh, Tony translates. It? Tony translates. Oh, yeah. uh, I heard something else. But um, no, that is definitely, he's he's written that as an excellent response. From there, he gets everything he needs. Yeah. He's got he, a foot in the, he's got a foot in the door. Yeah. That is a literal sense of getting a foot in the door. Yeah. He, he, um, he comes across, he's showing everyone else how to be CD. <laughs> But in a, a not masterclass kind of way. <laughs> yeah, it's a masterclass in seediness. Uh, Belinda Banter um, pops up again. Oh, actually, Fiona, I'm going to guess which one you mean. Are you looking for someone to chuck their banger at you? Not sure about that. <sighs> uh, <but> I... <laughs> <laughs> She's been doing so well. I know, I'm just sitting there going, don't know what to say. Like, you've ruined it all. Yeah. No, I don't want to meet her. No. Uh, Penny Drops comes in next. Ah, bedside table, not an escort. Hmm. Paul Popcorn, this is brilliant. <laughs> Such a voyeur. Yeah. And then Mike Maths comes in. Twenty pound an hour, or three hundred, or three hundred pound for the night. Open to negotiations. Wow! All pretense. <laughs> <laughs> now she knows. Tony Translate has come in, told her exactly what this means, and this wanker has come in and just gone. This is my. These are these are my fees. These are my well, going rates. 
<laughs> well, I, I, no, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's come in on a humour angle here, but I, I want to pick him up on his maths. £20 an hour or £300 for the night. Yeah. It just it doesn't, uh, it doesn't translate. I know what you're thinking, but you're not coming at it from the right angle. No, I suppose not. He's saying, like, if he's just going for an hour, he'll do it 20. Yeah. What, discounted if it, discounted if you're there for the evening? <laughs> Actually, now saying? I'm starting to think about it, you might have a point. Because he could just turn around and say, I don't Well, I'll have eight hours. Night, I'll have eight hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. <laughs> yeah. OK, no, I don't want you for the night, but I'll have eight hours. Oh, OK, well, that's 160 quid. Oh, shit, I hadn't thought about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam Seedy comes in with an emoji that's winking and got his tongue hanging out. Oh. <laughs> that That's the most disgusting post on here, isn't it? I think um, a, co- a comment like that, from an innocent, really, really does bring the the worst, the 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 rats to the fucking to the deck. Yeah. Um, and then the final post before Fiona deleted it um, was from Tony Translates again, and he said, "Isn't it funny how English can be read differently?" And he's got a sign. Is a big picture of a, a lake and there's a sign next to it it says crocodiles do not swim here but it's got no punctuation so what he's gone for there is it's the sign could say crocodiles don't swim here or crocodiles do not swim here yeah, i get it Clever. Yeah. yeah yeah and that ended that thread um i think that's an apt place to stop at you say that i just want to very quickly there's one other thread just to move on to very quickly um mm. because on the back of sure we have time it's very quick on the back All of right. that thread colin couple who was also in last week's um rusty trombone conversation started a new post said something that's on everyone's mind that needs to be cleared up what happened to the trombone not a bad question yeah um obviously because fiona's put on about a one night stand that prompted people to think oh she's back um jim gibberish responds to that and he says it's joined the other 75 double exclamation mark what does that mean no idea that got two likes it joined the other 75 yeah with the 75 messages in the link or anything like that what's the Nah. Belinda Banter comes in. Yeah, Fiona, what happened to the rusty trombone? And Fiona says, Ah, yes, it found a wonderful new home with a very enthusiastic trombone lover who embraced its very rusty state. I love a happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for this week. Um. Yeah, so that's that. I had an emergency uh, thread to uh, go to, but we can save that for next time. But what I would say is there is one absolute final post. And this morning, an hour ago, Fiona posted on Facebook. 
Apologize, apologies for any misunderstanding or offence caused yesterday. Never forget to add a photo, folks. And she's got a photo of one night stand. I would love to see that graphic picture that she's put up. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Good. Um, got busy, busy daily? Uh, yeah, I just realised I forgot to buy lentils for my autumn salads today. So I have to run over to the shop, which everyone actually goes to, <laughs> to <Right>. buy them. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> nothing special about that. <laughs> or when you get empty them and pour them into like a hessian sack or something uh no actually um uh one of my daughters is uh competing for her riding club tomorrow oh cool so that is uh something that i have to uh endure <laughs> no i enjoy it it'd be fun love a rosette me well my um under 15s team that I coach um there's another team of the same age group in the village um and we're we're in the same league unfortunately because those games are always a bit tasty um but tomorrow we've been drawn against them in the fucking cup so we're against them in the cup tomorrow and what are they called well we're reds they're blacks all right I hear you yeah all right Um, good luck yeah, they're, they're off to a better start than us this season. Um, and I'm going to put that solely down to the management and I'm the manager of our team. <laughs> uh, all form goes out the window in the cup, though. It does. It does. Yeah. Right. Well, until next time, then, Lee. Old listeners, as ever, we want to hear from you. Email us at villageincrisis at gmail.com. Um, Instagrammers. Xers, Twitterers, all those kinds of things. And we've got a bonus episode coming out on Wednesday. It could be a goodie, but it might not be, but it could be. We'll see. Anything possible. Everything's possible. Bye. Bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.